0: There will be spoilers, 100 Films, 100 Podcasts, Rundown
1: Edition. Rundown Edition!
0: This is another installment in the ever-increasing film recap from the top of our domes to really test how much either of us know about the films we've seen up to this point.
1: Right. We. This is assuming we remember anything that we've done. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's
0: been years, right? We've been at this
1: for years now. It is. It has been years, and that's wild to say. But yes, we have been at this for years.
0: So I think there's nothing else to do but just jump in it. Do it. So I'll start. Number 100 is Ben-Hur, a film about a really cool chariot race. And there's Jesus there, not the chariot race, but about redemption. (laughs) And Ben-Hur does the whole revenge to redemption thing.
1: Number 99 is Toy Story, where toys learn to be friends and humans learn to take care of toys.
0: Number 98 is Yankee Doodle Dandy. I'm pretty sure he wins the Congressional Medal of Honor for dancing real good. I think so. And I think there's some blackface in it.
1: Oh, yeah. Number 97, Blade Runner, uh, a film about robots that is like robot inception. Maybe the robots are all robots. Maybe we as the audience are robots. Everybody's a robot.
0: Number 96 is Do the Right Thing, and that's the one where the pizzeria burns down because of racism in Pizzaria. a New York day.
1: Number 95, The Last Picture Show. This is a movie about small-town America and sadness and cougars, really.
0: Number 94 is Pulp Fiction, over-the-top action story. Like multiple narratives weave in and out of each other that really don't amount to a whole lot. I think that's kind of the point.
1: Number 93 is The French Connection, and this is a hard-boiled cop Detective movie about stuff, and it has the most famous car chase ever.
0: Number ninety-two is Goodfellas. What's his name is in the mob, and he wants to get out of the mob, and eventually has to live in the hell of suburbia.
1: Yeah, good luck getting out. Number ninety-one, Sophie's Choice, uh, melodrama, World War, post World War Two choosing between men but also choosing between which child to kill
0: number 90 is swing time and the only reason i know it's a dancing movie is because of the title but i assume (laughs) there are people in there is that the one where they try to save or make a studio and they do a big performance
1: honestly i don't know this one's fred astaire and ginger rogers yes that
0: is the one then they make the dancing studio happen
1: uh, number 89 is the sixth sense where Haley Joel Osment sees dead people and Bruce Willis was dead the whole time Haley Joel Osment had to help him
0: number 88 is bringing up baby it's Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant two of our most favorite actors on this list so far and there's two jaguars and zany comedy in students
1: uh number 87 12 angry men Uh, This is every anything anybody knows about the justice system in America and being on a jury comes from this movie, almost certainly. Um, And it's about a jury that uh, has to decide whether or not to convict.
0: Number 86 is Platoon. Charlie Sheen in Vietnam, the inferior Vietnam film on this list. I can say that. Come at me. And it's about how war is, you know, not the greatest thing.
1: Number 85, A Night at the Opera. This is Groucho Marx, Chico Marx, Harpo Marx doing Marx Brother things. This one we liked better, didn't we? We did. Yes.
0: Number 84 is Easy Rider. A couple of guys gotta travel down on their hogs to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. And they meet Jack Nicholson for a bit. Then he gets killed and they have a acid trip in the cemetery
1: beautiful number 83 is titanic really if i have to explain this to you what rock have you been living under but leonardo dicaprio kate winslet uh they are of two different classes but they fall in love star-crossed lovers and uh there was definitely room on the board for jack he paints her like his french girls like like his french girls
0: number 82 is sunrise is a silent parabolic film about love and sticking to the one you have committed to as opposed to going off and seeing that uh, dark-haired witchy woman.
1: Number 81, Spartacus. This is all about, well, what actually happens in this movie? Spartacus does things. Rebellion There's like
0: a war, basically.
1: Yeah, there's a war and a rebellion, and it's a lot of homoeroticism, and uh, we never know who Spartacus is.
0: No, we do. (laughs) We
1: do know who Spartacus
0: (laughs) is. Number 80 is The Apartment. It's Jack Lemon in a modernized office job who in order to advance has to pretty much lease his apartment out for free to his bosses who are philandering really doesn't look good for modernity.
1: No. Number 79, the wild bunch. This is the first of our dark cowboy movies in this one. Uh, Deconstructing the West, um, showing that cowboys are uh, a thing of the past.
0: Number 78 is Modern Times. It's Charlie Chaplin also showing us how modernity is really just in the crapper because he literally gets moved through the gears of, of modern times.
1: Yes. Number 77 is All the President's Men, which uh, is all about the takedown of, of Nixon uh, and really the takedown of trust in our American democracy. Uh, it's also really just... It, A scandal that pales in comparison to our day-to-day lives.
0: (laughs) Number 76 is Forrest Gump. A film where a man pretty much insinuates himself into every important 60s-era historical event. And I just recently learned that a lot of people dislike this film. Is that true? Yeah, a lot of people really dislike the sentimentality that Zemeckis has in this
1: I mean, that's kind of fair. Number 75 is In the Heat of the Night, and this is all about uh, race in the South and police and power, uh, and you better call him Mr. Tibbs. I mean...
0: Number 74 is The Silence of the Lambs is a mystery crime thriller as Clarice Starling has to use Hannibal the Cannibal to try to catch Buffalo Bill.
1: Number 73, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Uh, This is yet another... um, of our dark westerns that deconstructs the traditional good guy, bad guy, John Wayne deal. Uh, this one also includes perhaps one of my favorite scenes on the entire list, which involves a bull and a weird modern song and a bicycle.
0: Number 72 is the Shawshank Redemption, where Andy Dufresne is wrongfully convicted of his wife's murder and he spends his entire time trying to escape. He ends up Crawling through a tube of sewer stuff. A tube of poop.
1: <laughs> Number 71, Saving Private Ryan. This is a World War II movie, the World War II movie, about noble sacrifice for America and your brothers.
0: Number 70 is A Clockwork Orange. is the fantastic film about mostly desensitization and overexposure to violence and sex and the necessary dark future we'll all have because of that.
1: Number 69 is Tootsie, a film in which Dustin Hoffman cross-dresses in order to save his career and save feminism as well.
0: Number 68 is Unforgiven. This is probably the last really true Western without being a deconstructive Western. It's Clint Eastwood's last Western where he goes and gets revenge pretty straight-laced in terms of that
1: genre number 67 who's afraid of virginia wolf this is a sordid look into the lives of academics
0: number 66 is raiders of the lost ark it is the debut of harrison ford's indiana jones and it creates the even
1: better the last crusade true number 65 is the african queen uh which has humphrey bogart and katherine hepburn uh as they go down uh, the river in a boat in africa and fall in love
0: well, they also sink a ship at the end.
1: And they sink a ship. I forget about that part.
0: Number 64 is Network. fade Dunaway is in this one. And it's about the 24-hour news cycle TV. And it's about image as opposed to substance.
1: Number 63, Cabaret. Uh, since you said image as opposed to substance, uh, this is a film that also explores a similar theme um, uh, where, you know, these people don't pay attention to the news around them and it doesn't end well for them so uh yeah try uh to like read the news
0: it ends up in nazis in fact
1: yes it ends up with nazis
0: number 62 is american graffiti it is the george lucas driving around in old cars film also with harrison ford my dream it is a terrible film
1: disagreed wholeheartedly number 61 sullivan's travels this is like gulliver's Travels. no except, stop saying
0: that wrong except
1: it's like it's like gulliver's travels but with poor people
0: that doesn't even make sense
1: isn't it sullivan sullivan goes and explain experiences what it's like to be poor because poor people are uh like exotic animals i think they are
0: okay but aren't isn't that like one then exotic animal as opposed to Gulliver's Travels, where he meets several races of people, and it's like all. Well, in Sullivan's Travels, scenario.
1: he meets he meets several races of people, and it's also
0: more of a love story.
1: Yeah, and he by slumming it, he learns to love.
0: Number sixty is Duck suit <laughs> It is another Marx Brothers film about a war. It is still pretty good. There's that excellent mirror scene in there, but you know, Night at the Opera's better.
1: Number fifty nine is Nashville, a film that was so dull that I don't really remember the plot, but it involved uh, politics and country-western music, and um, that one was not my favorite.
0: Number 58 is The Gold Rush. Charlie Chaplin goes to Alaska to try to get some gold. His house almost falls off a cliff at some point. I don't remember how it ends, but he's probably still poor.
1: I think so. I liked that one. Number 57 is Rocky, uh, the greatest sports film ever made where Rocky goes the distance and fights the heavyweight champ of the world, but loses. But that's okay.
0: Number 56 is Jaws. It is a fantastic horror film, mostly due to technological limitations. They couldn't show the monster. So always keep those monsters just veiled. Makes it all that scarier, and uh, it's got the doll's eyes.
1: (laughs) North by Northwest is number 55. This is a somewhat of a satire on dramatic spy style films it's a little bit of a genre bender but it's got carrie grant and it involves climbing the mount the faces on mount rushmore pretty good i enjoyed that one is it a satire well isn't it kind of a, a little bit I thought that was
0: completely straight laced. I mean, they want him to get chased by a tornado at some point in that film. It doesn't happen, <laughs> but like that's their thinking. Like I don't think they were thinking satire.
1: It's extra it's extravagant.
0: Number fifty four is MASH. The film everyone knows the TV show because frankly it's better. The film though just kind of gives you a big kind of mushed up version of the TV show.
1: Yeah, Vietnam. Well, no, it's about Korean Vietnam, War. but it's set in Korea. Yes. Number fifty three, The Deer Hunter. It's about Vietnam, and it's set in Vietnam with uh, De Niro. Um, he goes to war, does not take well to that, has a bad time.
0: It's really set in the woods after the war. Yeah. And then he gets to go back and pick up his friends. From
1: the war. It's no, just bad. well, he's not in the war anymore. Well, he's not in the war, but he likes, he's in to, Vietnam, play still. He, he likes to play that game in Vietnam. And it doesn't uh, doesn't go it, well. It, it doesn't end well. Pl- pl- avoid Russian roulette. Thank you.
0: Number 52 is Taxi Driver, <laughs> also De Niro, although this is about a mentally disturbed person who thinks their brand of justice is capital J justice. And it's really kind of telling us that you're looking at somebody who's got this, you know, a wholly different mind and how that has a, a set of repercussions that, um, Apparently, a lot of people didn't learn from that film because we have, <laughs> uh, well, just contemporary politics. A lot of, um, a lot of the, the you know tragedies that occur seem to be kind of coming from the same place that our main character would be
1: in the vein of Taxi Driver, for sure. Uh, number fifty-one is West Side Story, which is just Romeo and Juliet with music and in New York.
0: Number fifty is Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the Ring is the big, broad, expansive fantasy film that is incredible on all fronts and a massive cinemagraphic accomplishment.
1: Number 49 is Intolerance. This is D.W. Griffith. And I can tell you it's about intolerance, but it's not really about intolerance. This is really kind of a... How do I put this in contemporary terms? This is sort of like a whataboutism as a movie.
0: hmm Number forty-eight is Rear Window. James Stewart. It's a broken leg. and He's got to look out the window, and he has to really, you know, get a guy for murder all from his chair. And at the end, he's almost thrown out, but he's saved by his fiance.
1: Number forty-seven, a streetcar named Desire. Uh, this is a story set in New Orleans with Brando and a bunch of other people. It's ten- This is Tennessee Williams, and it's really about how. It's just, just bad things happen. Bad things happen when you desire things. I don't know. Is, there, is that what? It's bad. It's, a ba- it's bad. It's bad. about in that
0: domestic movie. violence and, and how there is a conspiracy of silence and it's all in favor of men.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. It is about a conspiracy of silence. That's thank you, Matt.
0: <laughs> Number 46. Is it happened one night? The very strangely named romantic comedy where Clark Gable falls in love on a nighttime bus trip, looking for this heiress, finds her. They fall in love. The Wall of Jericho's fall down.
1: This is the one I always mix up with Sullivan's Travels. Yeah. And uh, incidentally, this was a an answer to a Jeopardy question the other day. And I was like, fuck, it's that movie that I never remember the name of and oh. don't remember what so happened. So you were now. literally
0: incentivized <laughs> to know it, and you still
1: failed. <laughs> I still failed. Number 45 is Shane, um, which is a pretty straightforward uh, western in the vein of good good versus evil i wanted to say good good versus evil but that's redundant good versus evil style pew 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 right into the sunset
0: number 44 is the philadelphia story it is kind of a modern take of midsummer night's dream and it's got Cary grant and katherine hepburn and james yeah, stewart and it's a very good film it's got a lot of you know pairings off and switching around and divorce people at the beginning become married again at the end
1: number 43 midnight cowboy this is the most new york movie to ever be a movie as far as i'm concerned where uh john voight goes from texas to new york to be a gigolo doesn't work out so well for him he makes friends with dustin hoffman uh and it ends poorly for our good buddy dustin
0: number 42 is bonnie and clyde best characterized this as a kind of historical fiction kind of very late in terms of a western and it's about again the death of the west but also kind of demystifying and also really tearing down the sort of outlaw idols of bonnie and clyde and letting us in on their little problems and idiosyncrasies
1: number 41 is king kong a technical masterpiece of movie magic you all know the story giant monkey beautiful woman beauty and the beast kind of it's an ape,
0: not a monkey, but...
1: Ape, excuse me.
0: Hey, you know, there's people out there who, you know, care about science. That's
1: true. There are. But not on this podcast. I guess not.
0: Number 40 is The Sound of Music. It is a story about a erstwhile nun escaping with the family that she is basically a governess for from Austria to Switzerland. A lot of music in there. Probably could done without it. Really do enjoy the story, though.
1: Number 39 is Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, which is really a story about angst and ennui about n- the possibility of nuclear war.
0: Number 38 is The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. It is Humphrey Bogart as a villain, and in the end, greed is what kills him, and dispensing with your desire for wealth is what will actually. Allow you to have happiness.
1: Number thirty-seven, the best years of our lives is uh, almost one step above war propaganda uh, about how the sacrifices of the greatest generation, basically about how the greatest generation is the greatest generation, and this is while the greatest generation is the main generation. It's a pretty masturbatory film.
0: Well, I mean, there's a lot. They have a lot of problems. They talk about their problems quite a lot.
1: They do. Also, that guy with the hooks for the hands, fantastic.
0: Number 36 is The Bridge on the River Kwai, where Alec Guinness kind of goes a little nutso and helps the Japanese build a great bridge, and then it gets destroyed at the end. He almost turns bad guy, but kind of realizes his folly at the end. And, you know, I think we can think of him as a fallen good guy now.
1: Number 35 is Annie Hall, which is in many ways the er er-romantic comedy uh, that's that's not actually true, but it hits almost every note of the romantic comedy correctly, leaving us with not a not an unhappy ending, but an ambiguous one.
0: I was at a friend's house and the friend's wife was watching that film in the background while we were playing a board game. And so I heard most of the lines again. And at the end, she was like, what the hell was that movie? And I was like, yeah, no, you, that's I feel the same way. <laughs> number 34 is snow white and the seven dwarfs it is the first feature-length animated film disney does really opens the door for our modern proliferation which frankly i think we could use a hell of a lot more of rather than these stupid superhero films
1: number 33 one flew over the cuckoo's nest is jack nicholson pretending to be insane to avoid jail time uh where in the asylum the what what, what, what do you call the hospital um he learns to love all of his fellow committees
0: and then gets lobotomized
1: and gets lobotomized it's dark
0: number 32 skip it
1: skip it number 31 the maltese falcon this is film noir perhaps at its best humphrey bogart mcguffins shadows and darkness wonderful
0: Number 30 is Apocalypse Now. This is the Vietnam film. Although it could be really set any time, it feels post-apocalyptic, it feels magical realist, it feels like an out of body experience. It's, it is. You know, heart of darkness inspired and it's it's
1: amazing. It's hard to watch, but the, definitely the better of the two, or of the many. <laughs> number 29, Double Indemnity. I rescind my last uh, assertion that The Maltese Falcon was noir, film noir at its best. Double Indemnity, I think, is film noir at its best. It has everything. It has murders. It has shadows. It has femme fatales. It has car insurance. It has everything. I love it.
0: Speaking about femme fatales, number 28, All About Eve is about top-of-her-game actress actually sort of past her prime and the young up-and-comer coming out to take the spot through manipulation and deception.
1: Number 27, High Noon. Uh, A film that uses time in perhaps one of the most interesting ways for the runtime of the film is almost exactly the amount of time that passes in the film. Uh, This is a film about doing the right thing. It's about stress. It is about the crushing weight Of time on our backs.
0: Yeah, it's a white hat, black hat, you know, western type. Yeah. Number 26 is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. It's about our friend James Stewart, who is the leader of the Boy Scouts, comes up and goes to Washington to really effectively rid... It of the corruption of uh, Claude Rains.
1: <laughs> Number 25, To Kill a Mockingbird, is the story of Scout, a young girl who learns about the world. Her as she, This is a sort of a buildings roman for her as a character where she sees racial tensions and what it means to be a good person and what it means to stand up for what's right through her father, Atticus. And there's Boo Radley.
0: Number 24 is E.T., the extraterrestrial. This is also kind of a coming-of-age tale the child who meets a space alien best friend, and the space alien, you know, is gonna die, and then he's always gonna be right here. He goes back to space.
1: Number 23, The Grapes of Wrath, which really is a story about how the Dust Bowl was awful and really unpleasant, and a lot of people suffered, and exposing yet again the capitalist greed uh, and how that is just really bad for the world. Number
0: 22, Some Like It Hot, Cross Dressing Tale. Where our main characters, in order to escape the Mafia, basically go to Florida to play the girls group. Also, Marilyn Monroe's there, and of course, they both fall in love with her. But only one could have her, and the other guy gets the guy. That's true.
1: He does get the guy. Number 21, uh, Chinatown. Nicholson, yet again, in a neo-noir where we find out that nothing really changes. The world is still bad. It's almost not worth trying.
0: That's probably the best noir on
1: the film. best we have so far. No, Double Indemnity is better.
0: Incorrect. Number twenty is It's a Wonderful Life. James Stewart again. Man, he might be up in the running for. He is leading roles. Wishes he was never born, and we get to see the fall of how that happens. And by the end, he would like to have been born. <laughs> that is the list thus far. I believe that's just about eighty films.
1: That's yeah. It has to be.
0: We'll be back again next time with another edition of The Rundown, but stay tuned this week. In fact, probably just a few minutes after this one goes live for On the Waterfront.
1: This is like a double week. Isn't that so nice for our wonderful listeners?
0: Yeah, it's great for them. Terrible for editing for me. But until next time, (laughs) I've been
1: Matt Bizzell. And I am Ethan Knight. And there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. There Will Be Spoilers, 100 Films, 100 Podcasts, was created and hosted by Matt Bizzell and me, Ethan Knight. Matt Bizzell produces our episodes each week. Our music was created by the strange and unusual Breakmaster Cylinder, who you can find all over the internet. Our artwork was created by Becca Knight, who can be found on Twitter at Becca the Knight, and that's Knight with a K. You can follow There Will Be Spoilers on Twitter at SpoilersCast, and you can hear more episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher. If you like our podcast, you can support us on Patreon for $5 a month at patreon.com/spoilerscast. Your donation gives you access to two extra bonus episodes a month. Thank you for listening and please tune in next week for more spoilers.